Hi, this is Justin Bieber from Jail. Just a quick notice before we start the It's That Episode podcast. Craig and Chris Kula discuss the Melfi selfie in this episode. This podcast was recorded before Lorraine Bracco succeeded in posting her own double-decker Melfi selfie on Twitter. Melfi selfie was a triumph. This message is to clear up any confusion. Enjoy the podcast. It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, I'm very excited. Um, he let me, he said I could go wild with the intro. So I'm just going to say he's a lover. Yes. A dreamer. Also. A teacher. Yes. A friend of many. Yes. An enemy of some. Don't forget those. The one, the only, Chris Kula. Hello. How are you, Chris? That was a good introduction. <laughs> good. Well, now, the thing is, you've actually been on this show before, but I don't think I could legally say the full way that you were on the show. No, that would get us into a, a difficult gray area. <laughs> yes. That could be legally detrimental to your financial uh future yes and so i won't if if you're savvy enough to figure out what just who was just in the room with us you might be able to figure out something but i can't we can't really say much more than that but uh i'm glad you're here uh-huh. as a for a full episode in your apartment in your wonderful home in my home yes this is one in a series of uh house slash dog sitting uh episodes i met somebody else's apartment in la uh the dog Kula is allergic to the dog that I'm sitting. Or yeah, it's hypo. The dog's hypoallergenic. I'm allergic to all dogs, you're, not just this dog. Yeah, and uh, so I put the dog in the bedroom. I put a bark collar on. I, I hope she's okay, um, and she doesn't pee on my stuff. And I like the idea of the owner of this dog listening to this podcast down the line and hearing that you relegated them to the back room, put some sort of, yeah. what does the collar do? It, it shocks it, like, them? It, no, it doesn't shock. He, he specifically, I, mean, I haven't used it yet. He said I totally could. It's a collar. It just gives off a 3000 volt. Now it's it like sprays it with like, um, What's that called? Like citronella or something that's okay. Citron- <laughs> it's like a, a wonderful scented candle. It shoots citronella candles at at the dog. Get that thing out here. Um, Let's it live ju- it up. It just sprays it a little bit. and But she hasn't even barked since I put it on and not even to test it. So I think she knows that. That we're laying down some gold here. Exactly. Um, so welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, you are... Uh, we're spending a lot of time together recently because mm-hmm. so, uh, we're working together. Yep. And now we're sharing a beer <laughs> and checking out a TV show that I think I've seen this show before. But it's one of those shows that there's so many of these that yeah. I don't know if it's this specific one. So why don't yeah. you introduce the show and tell me why you decided to watch The it. show we're watching today and going to be talking about is HGTV's flagship show, House Hunters. Um, you feel like you've probably seen it because there's about a thousand different um, sort of knockoffs of the show right. on those high cable channels, uh, especially specifically HGTV. Uh, House Hunters, the way the show works for people who haven't seen it, is a prospective home buyer is taken out by a realtor to look at three different homes that they're uh, considering buying. And they go through each of these houses, they list their you know pros and cons. Uh, and then they make a decision at the end. It all looks like you know they're deciding this in the moment. Oh boy, I really don't like this. I like this about it. In fact, the house has already been bought. Right. Uh, right. This is uh, this is a little bit of Hollywood magic. This or, is or, insider. This is a scoop right yeah. now. Or maybe not Hollywood magic, but like uh, deep in the valley, wherever this their shit show operation is based. Uh, the house has already been bought. So this couple, whoever's looking at it, is faking their first impressions of it. Which is now I so I feel like I haven't seen this one then because I've seen other ones similar, but it must be weird that these people are obviously not actors, but they sort of have to put on this like thing of like, whoa, wow, especially for things they don't like. (laughs) Oh, God, I I don't know if we can get past the the uh, those arched uh, uh, doorways. It's just that might be a deal breaker for me. Meanwhile, all of the furniture in the house is theirs. They've already moved this stuff and they've got like a tarp over furniture. There's certain episodes where the couple will be like, 
you know, can we make an offer on the furniture? And the realtor will be like, you know, anything's negotiable. So then they'll, when we catch up with them after the uh, decisions are made, they'll be like, so we got the house, you know, and uh, thankfully the owner uh, sold us all of their furniture too. So we got all of that. <laughs> there's a lot of like great, there's a, especially if you watch this show as much as my wife and I do, we've probably been watching it hardcore for about two and a half years now. Wow. We probably got like that because um, it, it's basically um, porn for people who aspire to be homeowners. Right. Exactly. It's definitely that thing of like, oh, I could settle down in a place and I want to sort of see what the uh, market's like or get under, get my, how do I like this apartment or house or whatever? It's definitely a lot of you doing your own judging. For sure. And Oh, that's, I'm glad you said judging because that is, I think the, uh, like the heart of the show for people who watch it as religiously as we do is that it's all about judging judging the the assholes who are going through the places judging the terrible local realtors judging the way the houses are already designed by the people who are selling them it's right. it's basically how can i shit on everyone involved in this which is sort of the best entertainment possible that's why that's why the show's on i think 6 to you know fucking 18 times a night the, this so this show i think started i looked up i think it's around 1999 guess how many episodes of the show there have been Oh, man. It's on every night, HGTV. I feel like I've seen most of them, but then they're still, they, they still pop up of new things I haven't seen. So is it, so it's been you know, 15-ish years. Could it be, is it into four digits? No, it's, in, it's three digits. It's okay. three digits. I'm going to say it's more than 500. Uh-huh. 700? It's 538. 538. But, but keep in mind, there are this many spinoffs. I'm looking at the Wikipedia mm-hmm. page. So between – that's only House Hunters Pure proper. House, yeah. There's also House Hunters International. Yep. There's House Hunters On Vacation. There's House Hunters Where Are They Now. There's House Hunters Renovations. House Hunters Million Dollar Homes. Island Hunters. House Boat Hunters. House Hunters RV. Car Hunters. And that's it. Can we make the claim that it's the most successful franchise in TV? That, I mean, that's unbelievable. There's so <laughs> many shows, that, and they can't be that much different. They, uh, House Hunters International is a pretty good watch because it shows you ugly Americans at their worst. Uh, it's so, people looking for homes abroad. And are they their second homes? Or are they, oh, I feel like I've seen an episode of that before. Sometimes they're second homes. Most often it's like, Janine caught the travel bug, and she's cashing in on her lifelong fantasy of living in Paris, France. Oh, and then it's but, And then it's this person who's like, I've always wanted to live in Paris, just to be in the heart of, you know, of gay Paris. And then they get in there, and they're like, mm, I really wanted the stainless steel. Is this the size of the bedroom? Right. Like, it's like, shut the fuck fucking up. people, yeah. <laughs> You're terrible. And now, you mentioned before you judge the uh, realtors. Is there a set group of realtors, or do they use like local realtors to show? I think they use yeah, they use real realtors. I'm sure they probably go through some sort of like casting or vetting process to get like the most camera friendly person. Who again also has to be like you know I don't think Bill and, and uh, Karen are going to get a house the way they're at, the way they're looking at the nitpicks. Like I don't think it's going to happen for them. Meanwhile, they've already closed. They've, they've got their already so does every episode then ends with a house buy? I think I've only seen one. And it was a woman who was pretty crazy who, like, completely lowballed them. Like, if they were asking for, you know, 250 grand, which, again, uh, is watching as someone who's lived in New York and L.A., like, the two places you've got to be uh, essentially a fucking millionaire to own, own anything. To own anything. That's another part of this is it's, it's, um, it's sort of like a masochistic pleasure in watching what you can get houses for in anywhere else Right, in the being like, if I lived... Th- there in Iowa, I would be a millionaire. Like I'd yeah. feel I like you could live like a millionaire. You would have, Oh, it's yeah. Five bedroom, four bathroom house with two bonus rooms and indoor pool. Like, of course you have to live in Iowa. Yeah. That's like the, that's sorry the to gimmick. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to the listeners in Iowa. You can uh, tweet at, uh, uh, at Craig Rowan and what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Craig Rowan, <laughs> <laughs> at Craig Rowan. And you could just lob all your complaints. Yeah. At, hey, at we me. got a pretty good here. Yeah. No offense to Iowa. You have great basketball. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know anything about you. <laughs> I, don't I don't care to. <laughs> um, exactly. So, um, with this show, why did you pick now the episode that you picked? Let me get it up on the screen. It has, even though you're an anti dog person, mm-hmm. I don't know where the remote is. Um, you picked uh, an episode with a dog in the title. 
Yeah, what was it? Pampered Pomeranian in Atlanta. Yes, I believe that's it. Let's see. It's Pampered Pomeranian. Yep, exactly. And it says an Atlanta couple. This is episode 102. Uh, it says an Atlanta couple searches for the perfect house with a yard for their dog. I don't know if I've seen this one. Probably have. They all sort of blend together. The reason I picked this one is because it fulfills one of the House Hunters bingo categories, which is people who are their decisions are dictated by their pets. Who are like, oh god, I just don't think this is going to work out for uh, banjo, or, or like, God, if we, you know, this is going to be great for the dogs. The people who go into a place only seeing how their animals are going to run around in the space is is one of the things is one of like the tropes you'll see a lot. Um, we should play this right now, in fact, so you can watch it with. Uh, you could probably do a drinking game of yes. like the, the house hunters. So tropes. let's. Why don't we try it? Let's do a drinking game. So let's. Uh... I'll, I'll you have, you'll get tell educated one you you how many how many things should we do for the drinking let's say let's you could probably get it solid like eight to ten okay so let's do so you pick one and uh you pick some moments that we should drink and i'll i'll, I'll uh, educated guess what we should drink it okay so i can give you an example yes um in the bathroom Ooh, we really want double sinks. Or, oh, hey, great, double sinks. <laughs> so double sinks are a big Big talking thing. point. I feel like if I was house hunting and I saw double sinks, I'd be like, that's double sinks. <laughs> like, that's totally something that's like, wow, Ooh. totally unnecessary, but great. Like now the, our marriage can finally be happy. Yeah, because we don't need to be fighting over the sink. Oh, get out of my way. Oh, it's so hard in the morning. I know. We're both married men. We know how oh, that, that sink is. Um uh, should we drink when, um, uh, I guess, are there I ever issues with money with like, uh, that money plays into, uh, not getting a house or getting a house? Yeah, we can, uh, we can put that in the category of uh, a total, like, uh, asking price that would be amazing for us here in LA. That sounds like an absolute deal breaker for them where it's like, so it's at the top of your budget. It's 175,000 and them go, Ooh, right. Which again, I, sorry for people in Detroit who who are owning their homes for 60 grand um for us uh for someone who will probably rent until i die rent and places that are like you're paying for space that i mean if you're in new york it's like you're literally paying an arm and a leg for like a place where you, you smell your fart in every room <laughs> if, if you fart it's yeah, just like that's a selling point in some places yeah well that for me personally that's something i'm proud of and excited about <laughs> i fart in the kitchen and i can smell in the it's bedroom natural light and uh, you'll notice your farts are edible <laughs> i'm gonna spray, spray a little fart spray You'll uh, so we'll, we'll drink it uh, when we're angry at the price. Yes. When there's a double uh, sink. Yep. Uh, can I give you another? Yes, of course. Oh, we really wanted granite countertops. Okay. Yeah. I wish, I really wish this had granite. These people, I've just been programmed to think that granite is the end, like is the only presentable option in your kitchen. And actually granite and again, this is just my opinion. Right. It looks so awful and so McMansion-y, like new money, and it's already dated. It looks like the kind of thing like awful people in awful McMansions have. Okay. And that's what most of the people looking for house hunters properties are sort of falling. So, so granite countertops are sort of a um, – that's like a way to show off. Like people yes. – that's, that's how, it, how it's used. Yeah. Like they have a perfectly fine It's a status symbol. Yes. Oh, you know, we, if this is going to be our dream house – we want the motherfuckers who are coming over to uh, fucking eat, you know, our gourmet bullshit to see our it's served on our nasty ass like marble. <laughs> this is awful, like brown swirl designs on the granite counter. Like they don't look good objectively. You're very angry about the granite. Yeah, countertops. I'm gonna come off like a real slob <laughs> who's renting off my. F I've got Formica countertops in my two hey man. apartment. Hey man, don't Formica has all its its own status, dude. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're drinking uh, granite countertops, and should we throw a couple others in there? Yeah. Um, this is a good one. Uh, so this, oh, we want a backyard. We want a big yard. Oh, oh, but those neighbors are really close to us. Okay, so it's the proximity to the proximity to the neighbors is too close. So they want a bigger yard. We, oh God, they're right there. Especially when they'll do in the same breath of like, we want to be in the middle of everything. We want to be like in a nice walkable neighborhood. And they see, oh boy, those neighbors are like right on top of us. Right. So basically, everything that they want is they always want 
they say they want something, but they they're like when it comes down to it, it's like I just want really want my own space, and we want to be totally everything be really nice and not bothered by anybody. Absolutely. Oh uh, God, I just know if I can get past the really busy street, and again they'll be on a, a you know a two lane thing in the middle of Iowa, right? And it'll be you'll they'll, they'll cut to a shot outside, and it's one solitary car going by, it's like a tumbleweed just yeah. going by. Oh, that busy street's going to be. I don't know. I'm going to throw in because there's an animal on it. Anytime there's a the a comical use of the animal, and I don't know because I don't know the editing for this show, but I feel on reality shows the tropes are like it'll be like jingle jingle, you'll hear it, and then it'll be like or something. There'll be like a look of the dog, and then somebody you know like they play it for for laughs. That could or, be good if the dog is with them on this. Oh, that's they, they're, they're not. I mean, this is a pomeranian, so maybe they've got it toted along. But a lot of times they'll just refer to like you know Coco's going to love this. And you go, I, I assume Coco is there. Why don't we do any time they name the, say the name of the dog? That's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, are we good on those or should we? Um, yes. Let's, yeah, let's go with that. And then if we, any more come up in the episode, we can do a postscript. We'll do a postscript. Yeah. Awesome. So let's check out, um, po- what's it again? Pomeranian. Pampered Pomeranian in Atlanta. In Atlanta. From season, I don't know what season this is from, uh, but when I looked up the episodes, they were up to like season 42 of House Hunters. <laughs> I don't even understand how that's possible. Oh, man. I mean, the first like <laughs> 16 seasons, you kind of, you just got to like get through. But like once they get to like 17, 18, yeah. they like they really hit their stride. Season 17 of um, House Boat Hunters is really great. Mm. They really. I think Conan was on that season, right? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. Last year. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. That's when he wrote. Um, he wrote the monorail episode of the uh, houseboat. Ken and Diane are looking for a, a, a monorail, <laughs> a four-bedroom monorail. Oh, Conan. All right, so let's check out uh, Pampered Pomeranian in Atlanta. It rolls right off the tongue. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I love this bathroom. I really wanted a spa feel, and this is exactly what I would have picked out. Nice big shower. I like all the fixtures. Everything is updated. It's clean. There's a double vanity, which is definitely something that we're looking for because for each of us to be able to have our own space is, is pretty big. In the closet. Let's get down to business. This leads into the closet. Did you mean closet or bedroom? This is huge. This is a really big closet. Do you think I... you could fit your clothes in here? Clothes, shoes... Where are you going to put your stuff? All right. We just uh, hunted some houses. Um, you, your predictions of what situations and lines would be said uh-huh. were so spot on. I've watched this show way too much. And, of course, that means that the show, every episode is almost exactly exactly the same. Yeah, except for the few, like, outliers of, like, oh, these people are kind of interesting or just, like, these people are fucking weirdos. Most of them are just... McMansion-y white people who want the same shit. Yeah, in this one it was um, a couple. I forgot their names. Oh, I yeah, it doesn't them. matter. It does, yeah, they're generic white people. The guy, I do remember that he wore a lot of um, polo-ish shirts that were like sort of a bit right. baggy. Yeah. You know, they're, like, from, they're from the South, and they were like, yeah, clean cut, white. I'm sure they were in their fraternity sorority at a major state school. And they seemed young, too. Yes. Very young, and they're buying the house to... They made a big deal about... The show made a big deal about the dog, but it seemed like their real thing was that they wanted to have a family eventually. Yeah, they said, we've just hit a year in our marriage, and... We're looking for the place that we can sort of, you know, spread out and then begin the next chapter of our lives. And meanwhile, do you, would you put them a day over 24? No, I, yeah, there's no way. And they're going to have like five babies within the next three oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they do, there is a House Hunters, um, uh, like, where are they now? It's a new edition of the franchise that may not have even been on the Wikipedia where they catch up with people like, you know, you get the little postscript at the end of the episode after they've moved in, you know, three months later. Now, for shows that they had a lot of renovations, they'll catch up with them uh, like a year or two years later now because this show's been going on for so long. And inevitably, that's the first thing. We also, you know, welcomed this into our lives. And I have they ever had, I wish that there would be just one where it's like, um, we're divorced now. Um, <laughs> like, I'm, I had to go to bankruptcy because the house was. It was just way too much it money. It was just way too much. That we, there were too much granite in the kitchen. <laughs> we, spent, we spent so much on granite. They they hit every single one. So they hit uh, 
First of all, uh, I, we should say that the realtor's name was amazing. It was, which was her name was Winter Baserva. It sounds like a fake name. Like she's like, I don't want to be. I don't want. This is going to hurt my business. Please just give me a made give up. Give me name. the most made up name possible. Winter, winter Baserva. <laughs> okay. Or no, but yes, we'll use Winter Baserva. So she was showing them around the Brookhaven section. Uh, outside of Atlanta? Yeah. yeah, I think it was north of Atlanta. Uh, this showed three houses. The first house was, um, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say that if you're going to be watching, not the one that they ended up buying. But we thought they were going to buy it. Yeah, because there's certain tip-offs. Uh, when a house is really like uh, when there's a lot of stuff still in it, that's usually not the house they get. It's usually one of the ones that it's pretty um, sparse in its uh, staging and interior decorating. Uh, so we thought this first house, which was a four bed, three bath, uh, with a big yard and all the stuff they're looking for. Oh, one of the other ones I want to add to the list is upon entering one of these terrible new construction McMansions. Wow. I love the high ceilings. They said that on, they said high ceilings or vaulted ceiling in every one, every one. And the most amazing, the most amazing part of the whole watching this episode was when they walked in the closet, you told me to pause it (laughs) and you said, it's a big walk-in closet that she was going to make the joke. And you haven't seen this episode. Mm-hmm. She was going to make the joke that where are you going to put your things? <laughs> like to the husband as if like this is my closet. Yeah. And three seconds later <laughs> she said it. Yeah. That's a that's a tried and true one. As is another one I left off. Uh, we really want that open floor plan. Which, again, they, they raved about or, or whined about the lack thereof in each of these places. We want that open floor plan. They probably don't even know what that means. They just know. I don't know what it means. <laughs> uh, but now I do. I believe it means that the rooms are not closed off. They're sort of all open. You get that kitchen that sort of you know blends into the living space where you have the, your open kitchen where people can kind of congregated the bar or the island while the you know while the football game's going on in the other room on it's Saturdays, great for entertaining yeah she said that the, yeah they're going to put a plasma screen on one for football on Saturdays and they were looking their price range was higher than the numbers you were saying it was about yeah. 400,000 to 475,000 which is a, yeah. you know that's a real deal amount of, of moolah. yeah that's nothing to sneeze at um so and i can't feel too did they say what their jobs were I think they said it at the beginning, but we were too busy laughing over the B-roll of them the fighting over their single sink in their bathroom. They're the, yeah, they just like to set up the fact that they were living in a tiny condo, which, as I said to you, is bigger than any apartment I've ever lived in in New York City. They kept on they – sh- they filmed a lot of like this fake B-roll where they're obviously like – the the producers telling them exactly what to do where they're sort of walking around each other one of them was dropping like tupperware and the other one's like honey i've got to get through to the other room yeah he's like he needs to get in that exact kitchen cabinet that she's getting tupperware out of at that exact moment i really need to get in there Ugh. and he was the most wooden. generic wooden like cardboard guy he'd be like yeah we yeah this uh this is a nice living room just like ugh. Like, do you think he was dragged into this by the wife? Probably, yeah. Honey, oh my God, they're doing an open call for the House Hunters show. Okay. Now, Home and Garden TV, that's what's called Home and Garden TV. HGTV. HGTV. uh, HGTV is for the hipper crowd who doesn't want to say all the full words. Is it? It's mostly these shows. I mean, you said that this plays constantly. Yeah, but then there's also um, uh, My First Place. Property virgins. Property uh, virgins. They're they're buying a place for the first time, losing their. They're popping their, their cherry. Um, Do they use a lot of sexual innuendo in that? <laughs> no, that they should. Now, now they should run with that. This is this is a new house, so you're just gonna want to stick the tip in. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. Um, there's a show that I've seen that I was confusing or in my head thought maybe this was that, but um, it wasn't. Where they, it's between the couple buying a house or at the same time their current house is completely renovated. Have you ever seen that show? Yes, that's called Love It or List It. Love It or List It. Those are the choices they have to make. Are they going to love the house they have or are they going to list it and try and sell it? And that is also HGTV? Oh, yeah. Uh, That is enjoyable too. Like that's the type of thing that that, see this one to me. 
I, I enjoyed it, obviously. But I don't think it has that. It's so straightforward that I need a little bit of that hook. You want an arc? I need an arc because I like that. It's like we are. We can't. We know we've lived in this house for this many years. You know, it's a little bit small for us, or we're done with this space. We want to, and then a team comes in, yeah. revamps it, puts up some you know fake stuff from Target or whatever <laughs> to make it look sort of nice. But you know, it all fall apart in four months, yeah. and then they have to make the decision if they're going to keep their apartment. That to me, that's a hook. That's a traditional like six act structure with yes peaks and valleys and. Dark Knight of the Soul. Yes, definitely. There's a definitely... Um... Well, you should also check out Property Brothers then. What's that one? It's about these two twin brothers. They're Canadian. Uh, a lot of these shows are Canadian-based. Yeah, this feels very... Like, even though this is obviously in Atlanta, it feels very just, like, polite and yeah. just, like, very sort of regular. The Property Brothers, one is a realtor. The other is a contractor. So Ooh. what they do is they come in, couples looking, you know, for a new place... Uh, the realtor will find a place for them, although these typically need a lot of work done. And he's like, look, trust me on this. This is a great price. My brother's an amazing contractor. He can give you the house you want. And then they'll have to take his word for it and put their offer in. And this house needs a lot of work. The other property brother, the contractor guy, comes in, shows them what he's going to do to it. Then they always run into problems in the remodel. And it's like, you know, guy, property brother, you told us this was going to be – look. We're almost there. You guys just have to take a leap of faith here. We're going to make this happen. They never always, they always do. They pull it out. They pull it out. But it's it has that that like up and down that you want that that greater. That, that's what I need. That's what I need. Because in this one, well, this one, the, the I think the biggest thing that it has is you see all three houses, and then it's then it's us deciding which one do we think we were both yes. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got that. Um, what was the, which one was the second house that they went to? That was the one. Oh no. The, the other best part was in the first house was that one of their complaints was the oven's too low. This oven is too low, which is not a, I mean, there are two types of, there, there are ovens that are like built into the wall more, right? but I don't think that's like, that was a thing. standard, just like floor just an oven built in oven when you think oven that's what it was an oven ex- <laughs> it was your, <laughs> it was the definition or dictionary definition of an oven and she said i mean can you imagine like getting a turkey you know a thanksgiving turkey out of this it's like yeah pretty easily yeah that's how everybody's <laughs> done it ever always so yes so that was the one negative on the first place which made us think like oh this is going to run away yeah they're going to they're going to do it the second one was a stereotype that you you said the whole thing was about we're too close to the neighbors. Yeah, and they didn't have any have much of a yard. They yeah, wanted they didn't have a yard for their stupid. No, dogs. wait, no. The the third one was the one with the the neighbors. neighbors. On the, yeah. the second one was the tiny yard. Yeah, for they the had dog. a great little patio built off the house. But where's Winnie gonna run around? And they even caught uh, caught the the couple. And it looked like they were shooting them without their consent because they were, like, down the street having a conversation. Oh, yeah, they had the fake thing. Like, it's like on Survivor when it's like somebody's making an alliance or they don't want to – they'll, like, hide in the bushes and you'll see the camera looks like it's catching them. (laughs) But this one, it's like them in the woods sort of – but they're talking so like, honey, what do you think about – I think we could probably make two, don't you think? I think no. I you know, I don't want to have to go through without a yard like that. Yeah, exactly. Just that really, really cardboard, and and also the dog was tiny. This isn't a dog that needs. No. It's a pomeranian. It yeah. doesn't need uh, that much. It doesn't need a huge yard. No, it doesn't need a yard. And the other thing that we were noticing in I think two out of the three of the houses was the size of the bedrooms were so unnecessarily large and they loved it and they loved it. And it's like a bedroom needs a bed, you know, maybe two bedside tables, maybe one, who knows? I only have one, (laughs) uh, you know, a dresser and that's pretty much, maybe a desk, maybe, and you know, but, and then you go in there and you sleep at night and then you leave it in the morning. And that's the sole function of that room. They had like triple the size of a regular bedroom. It's just you're not going to fill up that space. I mean, the only thing way you could fill it up is with beanbag chairs. Like a lot of be- which would be really cool. Which I think would be cool. And they didn't do that. I I used to have a beanbag chair that I was pretty into, a big uh, yellow beanbag chair. Yeah. I feel like that's a 
Everybody at some point in their life should own. See, if you were the realtor on this show, you'd have shown this master, and they'd be like, "I love this space. It's great. You know, you could probably put a beanbag here, beanbag here." Yep, this is where your uh, kids can have their beanbags. <laughs> That'd be just a great thing of just a realtor throwing every room, just being like, um, "You're obviously going to need a granite beanbag chair for the for the for the kitchen." Um, you mentioned kids reminded me in one of the places they had a weird bit of voiceover from. Oh, this is a great. Oh yeah. This, this, yeah. Before I, before I, I want to point out the um, the woman who's listed as the voiceover uh, narrator on Current House Owners episodes. Her name is Andromeda Dunker. <laughs> so that's a fun thing. That's another completely <laughs> fake name. That's much more ridiculous than w- Winter, Winter Baserva by Andromeda. Voiced by Andromeda Dunker. It sounds like a 70s ABA player. <laughs> yeah, Dunker. That's such a – oh, that's brilliant. That's Stop for the uh, – San Antonio Squires is Andromeda Dunker. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, but the uh, the point, the the bit of voiceover in this episode was they mentioned a room that was off of the master bedroom, which could be used as a guest bedroom, or I think they they put it, or family members who are still just a twinkle in dad's eye. Ugh. So, Ew. so gross. It's. I, I was saying that it, that's just an illusion to sperm in the balls. That's what they are. That's just. If, this is the same channel that has, uh, you know, the Virgin Show. They should <laughs> yeah, the Virgin Property show. Virgins should just be called the Virgin <laughs> Show. They should just be able to say, "Listen, this room is for when he mounts her <laughs> with the intention of impregnating impregnating her, her with his penis." And her vagina. And the ejaculate that transfers from one to the other. Yeah, the sperm goes into the egg. That's what they're laying. That is the subtext. Yeah, it's just sort of. Yeah, this show is very. um, Now, you watch this show a lot. Yeah. Um, What, like, how do you stick with it for so much? I mean, like, it it is literally the same show over and over. With the same talking points. You know, I think when this show ended. I was so trained to have another one starting. It felt weird when a new episode didn't begin immediately. Wow. Upon that. So I think that's how they get you. It's just like it becomes like Pavlovian, you know. You hear the the ding dong of the beginning of the House Hunters theme and you're just, well, I'm I'll do this for the next half hour. And you've got your iPad and you're, you know, you don't have to like focus on it. Yeah, just so you can just check back in. Um do you think that this show has given you if you had to look for a house, mm. would you have the know-how? Do you think that this sort of prepares you for the, the housing market? I like to think that we would go in and be people, if like we ever got on House Hunters, that people like us would be like, I like those guys. They seem pretty level-headed. Right. They didn't make ridiculous demands. I mean, they got to realize that, granted, it's wonderful. I don't know why they're not going for granite. Yeah, why is the, there being a different narration like they uh, specifically said houses with no <laughs> granite in them? Uh, that would be amazing if you were actually on this show. Would be, oh, God, it would be the culmination of something. It would be, yeah, that's like a sort of a, a dream of sorts. We we There was a time when we were kind of looking around at condos in our neighborhood, not like actively looking to buy. We were like, oh, let's, let's just meet with a realtor and see what's out there. And uh, he mentioned to us, like, I don't know if you folks ever watch Home and Garden television, but uh, we got a contacted by a, a producer or some casting person. And uh, they said if, you know, they're looking for people who have recently, you know, gone into escrow on properties. And we we're like, oh, my God. Like, we we did. Like, they're talking about house hunters. We have to get a house we now. Have to make a rash decision. <laughs> Impulse, buy this shitty condo so we can go in there. That's a great selling point for a realtor being like, I know I don't want I to uh, talking about this. Yeah, this is a little bit early in the stages, but uh, if I you get this house, <laughs> yeah, I know the, uh, the casting director yeah. of. I think he said like they're looking for personable, like fun characters, and we're like, oh, we can be characters. We're <laughs> characters. Um, have you? Uh, do you know anybody who's been on a real- reality show or like? Uh, you, yes, mm-hmm. you're nodding your head. What which show was it on? Uh, a friend of mine was one of the straight guys on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Whoa! Like season one, like one of the original straight guys. That's a that's and what, that's sort of one of the prototypical. That's like one of the first like early, uh, yeah, early sort of 
no, I, you know, reality shows have been around in different forms for a while, but I feel like in sort of the current yeah. uh, ways that reality shows work, that's definitely one of those big ones. What was his experience like? Uh, great, because they completely, like, made him over, made over his apartment. It was in Brooklyn. Like, they bought him all this great stuff. That seems pretty amazing. Yeah. It was like he came out really good on the show. That's good, too. Did he pick up chicks because of it? I think the the premise of it uh, was he was dating a girl. Oh, okay. And he hadn't met her parents yet. He didn't. And they were, like, going to get him, um, like, meet the parents ready. That's great. That would be. I mean, if you're going to do it, like, that's the type of thing. I mean, this show, as we were talking about while we were watching it. I was asking you, you know, does HGTV, like, help them with stuff or, you know, like, what is the angle on – but it seems like what you were saying with your – when you were at the condo and everything, it's just for people who have already bought the place and it's just can – do you want to be on TV? Yeah. Do you want to – yeah. Do you want to have this fun experience? Whereas, like, with um, the show Love It or Leave It, for instance, even if they end up buying the other... Love It or List It. Love It or Love It or List It, that's the play, that's the joke of it, is that they they refurbish your home completely. they do get something out of it. They get some work and some free labor and all that. I would... I mean, there's something that would be fascinating about it being on a reality show, but at the same time, something that would just be, like, soul-sucking and... and, I'm sure at some point you're like, "I, I want you out of here. I don't and, want this happening anymore. And they're so overproduced. I mean, that it's like you're basically – I mean, these yeah. people on this show obviously weren't camera ready. They weren't you know, They weren't like bumbling or anything. But They just it, weren't interesting. They weren't funny. There is no – and I don't think – the thing that would make this show hard for me to watch over and over again is that there's zero personality on any of the people involved. In it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. literally like none of the – I didn't like anybody. I didn't dislike anybody. I didn't dislike Winter Baserva. <laughs> she uh, came out fine. I, I assumed that I'd love Andromeda Dunker, but <laughs> there's there's nothing like – I need that. I need to get hooked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the easiest way to do that is just mis- forget and leave your TV on HGTV and it'll just like through osmosis like seep into you. And then you'll start – if your wife's here watching with you, you'll start talking about them. You'll start That's doing true. the judging That thing. is definitely true. I mean every time we watch one of these types of shows, we are – by the the second 15 minutes, we're like, okay, you know, we're talking about it. You know, you're you're getting into it. I mean, when I this type of show that I would like on the background constantly would be like a Saved by the Bell. Not that I'm a big <laughs> Saved by the Bell, but that's like a scripted like ninety something from something because that's the show that when I was in high school, because they would rerun that in the morning yeah. at like seven seven thirty whatever times while I was getting yeah. ready for it. So I'd watch that just over and over again. That was sort of my comfort food. Yeah. I oh, I like, know this one. I know this one well, and I'm going to watch it again. Exactly. And I feel like that, well, that's the, the similar thing with this is you literally, you, you know, every <laughs> single episode because they're just, it's just like the same. Yeah. There's it's only been a few food. that like really stick out of like, wow, that was something unique and different. We saw one recently that was guy and girl had met out here in LA and the guy was like a, a real meathead. He was like a gym trainer or something. I think they met at the gym. And then family's really important to me. So I wanted to move her back to Ohio where my family lives because, you know, family's everything. So this like girl who seemed like perfectly cute and interesting and intelligent picked up her life in L.A. and moved back to yeah. Ohio with this guy's like Italian meathead family. And then showed him working out his mom in their basement gym. And his mom was wearing, like, uh, juicy couture sweatpants. Uh, like, a real, like, fucking cougar woman. And then and they said, like, in the little prescript uh, before they started looking at houses, like, and the girl's talking. She goes, yeah, I just got to be, I missed the mountains one day. And, and I just, like, I got in my car and I just started driving back west. But... Uh, he caught up with me and talked me out of it. And so, yeah, we're going to make it go. And we're like, whoa, wow. what? Oh, wow. So with that in the mind, then they went to look at houses. We're like, girl, keep going. And basically got kidnapped. <laughs> like, like, I was on the run. I was but trying to make a break for it. That seems like somebody like there's some characters on reality shit like that person, that woman should have a blog that we follow you know yeah what I, mean? like, I want to know the true story yeah the true story of the woman who tried to run away and like now she's also sort of like <clears throat> obligated to stay with him because they were they were on hgtv yeah. you know what i mean like everybody they know has seen that episode 
I'm praying they do like a catch up with them a year later, or it's just like a catch up with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know where she is. I don't know." Or you see her on the news, and she's drowned her whole family. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, uh, yikes! Do they ever do celebrity uh, versions of these things? Oh, you know what they did uh, in House Hunters renovations. They'll take you through the buying process. It's an hour long. So the first half hour is looking at the three houses. They select one, but it still needs work. And then the second half hour is the renovation they do of it. And we saw one recently that featured, uh, and this is the the level of celebrity that HGTV can command, uh, featured 30 rock star Twofer. Wow. The black guy. Yeah, uh, the Harvard, Powell. the uh, yeah, Harvard yeah. graduate. In the we show. Like, we, I think it just said like a 30 rock star finds a new house. We're like, oh, cool. Maybe they did like McBrayer or, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It was one of the. The fake writers. Hey, good for him, man. That's great. He great got a him. house. Yeah, and he, it was an amazing house. It was like in the Hollywood Hills. That's really funny. They came off great. So, see, what does he get out of that? I guess they help with the rent. They yeah. must do the renovations. I on bet the... they do. I mean, it. You know, I don't know because it does. They do say like how much money they spent on their own, and he was like, you know, I spent a lot of that NBC GE money. No, he didn't do that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me. <laughs> he showed all of his pay stubs. It was for, weird. For he showed like his residuals. He just got really sort of gross about it. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good person. <laughs> We're just kidding. We like. He was great. We like Twofer. I did a day as an extra on Thirty Rock. Did you in the writers' room? Wait, you, but you didn't. You didn't hold. You didn't hold on to it like the rest of the writers' room. No, I didn't. I didn't get that plum gig. I uh, I was one and one and done. One and done. What yeah. do you remember the episode that it was? Yeah, it was early. It may have been like first season even. It was like back when I was still in New York and it was uh, Jenna like uh, in, it was doing a, a Maxim shoot or something. And she was goaded into saying like they were like, what do you think of the the troops? And she thought they were talking about the theater troops. She was like, oh, I hate I hate the troops <laughs> or something. And it became like a scandal thing. And then my scene was in the writer's room when they were like looking at the magazine. I had to do a nice cross in front of uh, nice. the table. And, nice. And then crossed right on out and uh, down to and extra just, holding. And then just lo- kept Walked, walking. <laughs> walking never, out into Queens. Never made it back. Yeah, because we know a couple people that they they really... Became like the on-screen writers. Yeah, they just... That was their, like, that was their yeah. thing. And it was like that became a character of like the, <laughs> the writers who don't speak. Yeah. And then Antemnic, I think he got a line in the final episode, which was great, which was, was awesome. It was like a own. great payoff. And yeah. the final <laughs> episode was that the writers that don't talk finally talk, but you just didn't cut it. No, I didn't have that fake writer material. You, you didn't make it. Um, well, good for two for, for making it to, uh, the, the renovations. Um, I'm going to look at my notes, see what, um, Oh, we did the, yeah, the big thing with the second house, I think it was the second house, was the appliances weren't stainless steel, which was another thing that you said. Yep, add that to the drinking list. We really want stainless steel because it goes well with our granite. But I don't. I mean, I guess stainless steel does look. It looks very modern. Yeah. But the stuff that they had in that looked totally functional and fairly new. That's it wasn't like it's not. Yeah, it wasn't like a broken down 1950s or fridge. All the stuff that they say, like, well, all this has got to go. It's all perfectly fine. Yeah. You can move in and you can live for years and not notice any. Like, you, and honestly, it's one of those things where I would be if, uh, you know, those things where it's like, we're going to change those. And then you just live with the ones you get for like seven years. Like, eh, we're, yeah. we're fine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee like, I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, eh, whatever. This totally works. But then. these people are like, no, we this have is to This is a game changer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they didn't like that. They didn't like that. Uh, the kitchen, it sort of had, I have to say that that second kitchen, the island I was not into, it was sort of that red island. It was sort of an eyesore. (laughs) It looked a little bit low, like the oven. See, you're, you're picking up on all the the common criticisms. Yeah. And, but I do, I think they have the double bathroom in every, the double sink in every single one. And they mentioned it in every single one. They really want those double sinks. I've, uh, you don't have a double, do you have a double sink? Uh, we do not. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> Just, you don't have to talk to my wife and the, you know. Because, I mean, we do most of our conversations, like, fighting over our one sink. Well, I've got to use the sink. Well, I need to use it because my day is like this. And then I tell her, like, what I'm doing the right. day, why I need well, the Well, I know that your day is going to be like this, but my day is going to, 
Uh, Might is important too. But I'm also dealing with this issue now while I'm brushing my teeth. Okay. That's where we get like all of our communication. Yeah, that sort of sets the tone for the day. But Mm -hmm. on the other hand, if you have two sinks, it's sort of like, oh, what are you doing today? You can do it more civilized. Yeah, exactly. And I I appreciate I appreciate (laughs) that. There was a very tacky um, shower in one of these ones where that was the one argument that they said where I was like, yeah, I see that. It was like a gold gold lined shower. Just that, like, and it was also the, the like sort of you know really small one that it just feels like you're sort of in a like a test tube or whatever yeah, or like a nazi shower yeah a nazi shower yeah, yeah you know th- you know those gold lines the gold lines it's showers yeah it was sort of like that um and they kept on saying the gas the gas oh this is getting very dark uh and then the the last one uh they loved the absolutely huge master bedroom which you again pointed out was Far more space than anyone would ever need, and that was the, the thing they loved the most. They loved the most. They're going to put some bean bags in there. And the third apartment was the one that they ended up, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. choosing. Mm-hmm. They chose the third house. We even were... though, even though there were neighbors so close to the house, there were houses on either side of this house that was situated in a neighborhood. They, yeah, that was the, one of those things where it was literally like I didn't understand. They're like, okay. We love the house, but if we look out the window, we see our neighbors' house. I don't just I don't know if I want to see our neighbors every day. But that's I don't think that there's any unless you're like on a farm or have like a huge amount of property, of course you're going to see your neighbors. That's what neighbors are. And they, in true house owners fashion, when they check with, in with them after the uh sale, they were like we were concerned the house was a little close to our neighbors, but you know, in the end, it turned out to be not that big of a deal. We just the yard was just too big. It was to, too big. We just couldn't give it. We couldn't miss that opportunity. That nice yard too, and they had. I believe that was. They didn't mention it, but that was something my eye was brought to mm. immediately. Was that the, it looked like there was a pizza oven <laughs> right in the middle of the yard, right in the middle of the yard, yeah. which is a huge. That's like. A big deal. Think of all the money you can make selling your homemade yeah, pizzas. Yeah, th- like that's your job. Yeah. Now. You're going to offset. I mean, you could pay well over asking price because you know you're going to like recoup it. You own and you could, you know, you could go old school. You could call like Sal's Pizzeria mm-hmm. or you could use your own names and, you know, be like the Andromeda Dunker Pizzeria <laughs> or whatever. Wait to preserve a dined here. I went to a house with, uh, I've been to two houses with pizza ovens uh-huh. and it's a Delight. It's a game changer, right? One like, one was Jim Santangeli's uh, parents' house. Oh wow! And they once a year they open the pizza of or they like at the start of the season, and they just keep the pizzas coming. Oh, and that's it amazing! Is such a delight. Because you think like, oh, I you don't ever think you need that, and then once you see it in practice, like that, you're like, well, how can I live without my own pizza? Yeah, and it's it's just so pleasing. Oh. The idea of like inviting your friends over. You you got some you know Smash Mouth playing in the background yeah 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 you or you or you just have the Shrek soundtrack Band the morning comes. <laughs> yeah yeah that's the I was thinking of All Star or their uh, Monkeys cover <laughs> but then I saw her face <laughs> now I'm a believer wait was was it were we talking about or it came up when we were working uh, on the show we work on at midnight that that. Um, Steve Harwell, I think is his name. The lead singer for Smash Mouth. That he tweeted at um, Guy, Fieri. Guy Fieri, and Guy Fieri like wouldn't <laughs> respond. respond to him. I think that's my favorite thing ever. I think they actually they did meet once. In Wait, a, is this for this is for real? You can look this up. Something got started on like I think it was Fark dot com, some like internet petition that somebody started as a bit like, hey, the lead singer for Smash Mouth should meet up with Guy Fieri and they should eat a bunch of uh, hard-boiled eggs. And they ended up doing it. Wait, like, why hard-boiled eggs? Who knows? Just a random specific. But it became like a thing that people, were, you know, it became like a meme. And it actually happened. They did like some charity event. God. So there's photos of them together looking very similar, eating hard-boiled eggs. And I think what you're talking about is after that, <laughs> then... Smash Mouth guy thinks like, hey, he's my bud. I can like tweet at him. And then Guy Fury's like, nah, brother, we're done here. <laughs> and he would definitely call him brother. Sorry, brother. Man, yeah. that is an amazing uh, petition that they if they get yeah. together and eat. Like, if they get together, that's already amazing. But the, that's a real curveball that they have to eat <laughs> hard boiled eggs together. I would pay to see that. I would have paid. I would have paid admission. Hey, is this where? Uh, 
Is this where Smash Mouth and Guy are eating those eggs? Man. I'll take two, please. If only my Melfi selfie would pick up like like that. Well, who can... I mean, 2014, it's going to be a big year for that. I don't know. See, now this episode might air later. Uh-huh. But as of now, the Melfi selfie... I don't know where it's at. You know what I mean? The energy is just low. <laughs> the It's just not there. You know you what I need mean? need someone with like... Real staying power in the internet to get behind it. I need A plus K. I need Ashton Kutcher to get on it. I need I need to now create a like uh now I need to start going at Ashton and be like, you have to support an LV <laughs> selfie. I've taken it this far. You gotta carry it over the goal line. I mean, God, can you imagine if for those listening who don't know, Melfi Melfi selfie is a selfie, and we—I I haven't said this on Twitter, but we created this together. Yeah, this was uh, sort of a moment of brilliance <laughs> where uh, we—it's a, a selfie with a picture of Dr. Melfi from The Sopranos behind you, and then to to make it really happen, the true Melfi selfie would be uh, Lorraine Bracco, the actress who plays Dr. Melfi, taking a selfie with. Dr. Melfi behind her. Yeah. That's called a true double-decker Melfi <laughs> selfie. So what we need is somebody with, like, tons of Twitter followers, like a real heavyweight. Like, we need... Yeah, it needs to be, I mean, a big name. Like, former President Bill Clinton, for instance. Sure, or uh, or current President um, Barack uh, Obama. Yeah, yeah, but Barack a, Obama. Right, yeah. Uh, somebody, like, with that sort of international standing... To take a picture of themselves with the Sopranos in the background. It's so easy. It's so yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not hard. Brocco's bunnies know what's going on. That's the official. The Lorraine unofficial. <laughs> They've not been sanctioned by Lorraine Brocco, but they're huge fans of Lorraine Brocco. If you follow Brocco's bunnies online, you'll see the support for it. And they've been very. Like, that's the type of. if. They're doing their job really well, but if if they just had a little bit more visibility or yeah. if if they had a spokesperson like A plus K, Ashton Kutcher, then we could take it to the next level. I'm sorry to t- turn this into a Melfi selfie, you know. No, uh, but when something's so dear to your heart and like that means so much to you, it's gonna bleed into your other work. I know, I know, I know. I can't I can't uh this this is the it's that episode of podcast. This is about this is about house hunters, and I, I should drop Melfi selfie. But if if anybody's out there has, I'd say over five hundred thousand followers, follow me. I'll follow you back. DM me, and we'll see. Or just send me a Melfi selfie. It's <laughs> hashtag Melfi selfie, and it's spelled M E L F I S E L F I E. Yeah, I think you've done your work today for that. That's that's enough of that. Um, now these the uh, HGTV couple. We I love that we don't know their names. Nope, Kelly and Mark, um, Jason and Jason and Peter. Sure. <laughs> they, what was that a gay couple? Yeah, it might have been. Have they bridged that? Have they? Done oh yeah, yeah. Gay couples. The gays have way better taste. I mean, not to stereotype, but it's positive stereotyping. They've got so much better taste in in what they need to do, what's important, how they would do things in their homes versus the awful white bread couples the the, the granite countertop yeah, couples. the granite countertop couples now this couple ended up spending i believe their cap was four hundred seventy five thousand. they ended up spending four hundred seventy four thousand. no no it was uh four, it was it was four four forty three oh four forty three they yeah. had two twenty something thousand left over to use towards renovation to gutting the kitchen that was perfectly fine but didn't have granite so they're gonna work on that they're going to work on that. They're going to work on sex to have children. Get that uh, those gleams in his eye into her uh, into her uterus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think they'll be okay, but I don't know. And ha- now, how many of these couples do they actually come back to? Mm-hmm. Just just interesting ones this that is, haven't this divorced. Been, this has been real recent. This whole uh, where are they now? show i feel like it only showed up within the last two weeks so they're only just now starting to go back to old house hunters i feel like that would be because that's one of my things i'm a big um 
I've never done it on this podcast, but I'm a big uh, Kitchen Nightmare fan, uh-huh. particularly the British version. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Ramsey, uh, Gordon Ramsay show where he fixes or comes in and tries to help a, uh, a restaurant. And whenever they go back to a restaurant, I'm uh, it's interesting. Oh, Yo, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See where they've gone and where they've come. And But with that show, sometimes it's like, yeah, we're... Or sometimes they'll even in the two month, three month check in, they'll be like, "Yeah, we're we're bankrupt." That's uh, all it took. Yeah, um, and I, I that's why I like that show yeah. is that it's like, oh yeah, sometimes this doesn't work. Yeah, it would be great if if house owners could like maybe just online like give you a sort of postscript postscript where you could go like, "What happened to these?" And just to see like, are these couples still together? Because so many of these. Uh, Couples do have that subtext. Like, honestly, I know you're looking for a three bedroom house. You should be looking for a divorce lawyer. This is not you guys. Should <laughs> That'd not be a be great spin off. Is like, is the uh, house hunters divorce? <laughs> what are you getting? Yeah, like what was splitting up the home oh, and then like showing the the husband in like the small apartment. <laughs> Rod Just, is living in a studio efficiency. He's living with his brother <laughs> on his couch. That would be uh, that would be pretty brilliant. House Hunters Divorce Edition. Yeah, add to the franchise. Why not? They've got so much room for it. Um, we've already talked about the drinking game. If you're drinking along, you've probably gotten drunk by this episode. Um, now you've mentioned a couple times there are outlier episodes. What's el- what else is like a um, uh, a sort of one that's ever sort of spiked your interest or sort of just total curveball, like the woman just driving off into Colorado. There was uh, a divorced dad with his three or four teenage girls. He wanted a new house that could be like a place where they could all come home to and be together. They're going off to college. They're going to the boys, but he wanted a place where, you know, a big place that feels like home for them in the next stage of their lives. That sounds fine. Looked at three houses. He also was spending up to like, I think it was up to $2 million. Wow. So this is a, this is the Dad's real done All right. Yeah. Um, and it was like in Cincinnati maybe. So like 2 million gifts. So he's probably, yeah. Cincinnati is probably a Reds. He was probably the owner of the Reds. The Reds or something. But he was like either that. like a general manager or player on the Reds. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> Uh, so they looked at three houses. They're all like <clears throat> insane, huge, well-appointed houses. They picked one that was like this great modern house out in the woods, these huge like windows. It was like we're pretty uh, hard to please my wife and I. We kind of have like a very particular sort of mid-century modern uh, aesthetic okay. that, we, right. that we enjoy. And this one was like, oh, man, this house is great. So they buy that, and then they do like the, you know, three months later – I guess once they bought the house, they found there were like he was going to do some remodeling. There were minor structural details, and like, well, once we started going a little deeper, we just decided, you know what, let's tear it all down. Oh my god! And he'd paid like you know one point two million or something for this house. Let's just tear it down to the studs, and we'll build a new house inspired by this one on the same grounds. What? So the whole like the process, it was like well over two million. To build a different house on the same ground, this perfectly fine house with a few minor like details. It, uh, so that one sticks out. That's so depressing, too. Like, why go through that? Why? What? Just say, you know what? Let's let's find a different place. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys? What do you think, girls? And they're just like, it's cool. You uh, can get it. I don't so know. So, what was the guy's deal? Was he just like an <laughs> egomaniac, or just probably? Like... It's probably led to the the divorce, and but he ended up with the kids. Uh, at least somewhat oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. shared. Um, so that was a good one. Uh, I do recommend <clears throat> house hunters international is pretty fun. Right. Um, you do see some pretty misguided people who should not be leaving America, who should not be representing us abroad. Right. Where people who should not be dealing with, and th- that's, and if people from outside of the country watch that, they'll be like, this is these are the worst people yeah, in the death world. To you infidels. Now you said you have a mid-century modern aesthetic. Yeah. What's your describe to me your perfect house under home? What you're looking for? Oh man! So they take us. We'd probably be looking in Palm Springs. Okay. Um, they show us a 1958 <clears throat> Alexander house uh, with a butterfly roof line, really dramatic roof line. What's a butter? What does that mean? It's where the the roof sort of slants inward, and it looks like a a V. Okay, imagine that. It's a sort of like a a detail of the of the time period. These like really dramatic, weird roof lines. Awesome that you see a lot in the desert. Lots of windows, 
great open uh, open floor plan mm-hmm. uh, that flows from the living space outdoors. Ooh. So you get that indoor outdoor. Because if you're living in California, you're going to take advantage of take advantage of that gorgeous weather, baby. Yeah. So you go an indoor outdoor. You got your pool out there. Um, not granite countertops. Okay, what kind? Simple white quartz. Mm. Can't go wrong with a simple white. People are afraid they're going to stain. They're fine. That it, it'll offset your your gray uh, cabinets and your you know pop of color on your backsplash just fine. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we've you've thought this out. This out. You're waiting for this question. <laughs> now people are afraid of staining it, but you just you just throw down a uh, you know you just throw down a uh, uh, epoxy epoxy. You put something on there. Yeah. Absolutely, you can you're, treat it. You're totally fine. You're totally fine. You know, you're, yeah, you know, just, you're you about. use a cutting board. Don't put the stuff don't right. Don't put the tomato. <laughs> don't just don't cut on the thing. <laughs> You'll be all right. Um, what about bedroom? Uh, three bedroom, two bath. Okay. Uh, don't need anything more than that. You know, great to have an ensuite bathroom with the master. What is ensuite? That means a bathroom attached to your bedroom. Right. That's always a plus. Always a plus. If it has double sinks, great. If it doesn't. Great. That's fine. Now, do you want a, because they had, in one of these, they had sort of a hot tub situation. Or, oh, those uh, sucking tubs? No, I don't take baths. Yeah. Doesn't, that means nothing. That's a me. special occasion thing as a bath. <laughs> you, you do that in a hotel. Yeah, you, do, you get exactly. A, you get a hotel for an hour. Yeah, yeah, I just go to one of those quickie motels where you can pay by the hour, take a nice little bath <laughs> and jump out, pay the I, guy. Yeah, I, w- I would actually tear out that, that stupid uh, soaking tub and build a big-ass shower. Nice. With, like, benches in there. Like, um, now this might be a deep cut, but in the movie Belly uh, <laughs> with DMX and Nas, uh, DMX takes a shower. They show off his abs real oh, good. Okay, okay. And real nice shower, water coming from every direction. Oh, yes, for sure. Totally. Yep, yep. Multi-directional jets from... Up there, down here, everywhere, every, from every orifice, just totally <laughs> soaked, <laughs> soaked with water. Yep. Now, do you have what's happening with your basement? Uh, probably won't be a basement. No basement. Basement is pretty rare in California. Is that true? Yeah. Maybe it's got something to do with the earthquake. Probably. Ooh, I'm sure okay. it does. Right. But this yeah. is something because I'm not. I'm not a California resident yet. Yeah. Full on. But I didn't realize because coming from New York, basements are par, par for the course. Yeah. If we were in some other part of the country, it'd be great to have like a period like rumpus room. A game room. Yeah, yeah. Sort of Elvis style. Uh, Absolutely. Like Graceland. Like, uh, a, a, like uh, that feels like you've stepped down into a time capsule. That's the best. Yeah. Have, you know, if you can get an arcade game in there, have, have at it. A get bumper a pool. With a, like a, a tap. Yeah. Uh, my wife's grandfather has this amazing... They had a, they have a killer bar in their basement that was built. I don't know when it was built in the seventies, probably, yeah. but it's just amazing. It's just so, it's like tiki style oh, and just yes. like so great. And he built it all himself. Oh, that's and amazing. It's, it's it's awesome. In like where? I could just picture it. It's in Long Island. Oh. I could picture in the seventies the parties. Absolutely, yeah. Because that's isn't that like. That's the best is like we would love to entertain. Yeah. These people do say that on House Hunters like, well, we need a space to entertain. And then, you know, they'll do the postscript. It's a party of, you know, three people. And then like one of them is the realtor. Right. That far. <laughs> but like we really would have people uh, over to enjoy. That'd be so awesome. Uh, Just have like a dope bar. Dope basement <laughs> bar, dude. bar, bro. That'd be <laughs> so awesome. Man, we need um, to get super rich. So in lieu of a great basement in California, we'd have like a great uh, covered patio outside. Nice. So yeah, take advantage of you know your your sunny days, get some shade cover, and then have like the outdoor fire pit uh, Ooh, for your winter. That's months. a big that's a big LA thing. It's the fire pit, yeah, huge one. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. It's nice. It's just a nice way to get the people around the fire. It just feels nice. You live get out the, here. I want to eat outside year round. Yeah, exactly. You got to do it. Um, well, I thank you so much for introducing me because I hadn't seen the show. Uh-huh. I have never seen it. I may have seen a spinoff because there are 50 of them. <laughs> um, but if there's um, – this is your time now. Uh, you can use it to plug something. You can talk about whatever you want. You can give information to the people that are listening. You can do all of the above or none of it. Oh, cool. This is just your time. I'd love to plug um, this show. House Hunters, that's on HGTV, right. about six times a day. Okay. Uh, check it out. It's really great programming. 
Okay, tell me a little bit about the show. <laughs> Let's watch an episode. Uh, okay, we're gonna check out. We're gonna check out 537 more episodes <laughs> of uh, House Hunters. That would take about. How long would that take to watch? Oh man, I can't, I mean, I'm not gonna. Well, if you're gonna DVR it, like which we often do, you can blow through shit so fast. But if you try to watch 538 episodes, ah, oh, God, I'm not good enough 22 to. 22 minutes per that'd be episode. Four, so that'd be 48 episodes a day if you watch straight. So let's round up to 50 a day. Okay. So that'd be 10, 10 straight days. It would be almost 11 time. straight days, no sleep. I think we could do it. Yeah, it seems like a worthwhile use of almost two weeks. All right, man. Let's meet back here in five years and do that. Sounds good. Thanks so much for uh, joining me. Hey, my pleasure, Craig. All right. See you on the flip side, and we'll see if you make it on another episode of somebody else sometime. <laughs> Legally, we can't explain. Well, time to get busy living or get busy frying. Thank you, Chris. A big thank you uh, to Chris Kula for stopping by. Always a pleasure to talk to the Kula Meister. Nobody calls him that. I've never called him that. That's not what he's called. I don't know why I just said that. I just embarrassed myself on the mic. Uh, but thanks for listening. Follow on Twitter, of course, at It's That Episode. And uh, do something good for a child, uh, but not something creepy that would get you in trouble. Just to send a note to a child saying you're the future. Uh, we love you, but not in a weird way. Okay, don't leave a note. Just uh, never mind. I take all that back. Uh, we'll see you next week. I uh, hope you're having a good time doing whatever you're doing while you're listening to this. We'll see you later. Have a, what do I usually say? Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos.